I really got a good feel of how Realty One Group uh, goes about doing things and it's very untraditional, very different. I believe that this company is on the forefront of innovation and I found my why, my calling and, and my passion came from there. Real estate? A boring topic until now. Your hosts Josh Katz and Casper Turek are here to discuss any and everything real estate. Think of this as your one-stop shop for industry stories, tools, and tips. Join the conversation. This is the Unreal Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Unreal Podcast. Today, we have Casper the Friendly Realtor to discuss all different types of marketing. Casper, welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you. Let's just start uh, with how you got your start in real estate with Realty One and a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, this goes back a little while. I was still in high school, actually, and I, I started taking interest in local businesses and, and uh, people that were making headlines. And I noticed Realty One Group, and I really wanted to be a part of it. And so uh, at first, I started begging for a shot. I, uh, Kubo Yevgenyev, he actually would come into the store I was working at. I was in retail selling mattresses in the beginning <laughs> and, um, he would come in and he would, he would ask me to, to pit, to sell him something and I would pick something off the shelves and I would do it and he would laugh and he'd walk away. So I was like, oh, maybe I failed. Maybe I didn't. I don't yeah. know. But I think I left a positive impact. And then at, at one point he invited me to dinner. Um, uh, it was a sushi restaurant and I didn't know how to use chopsticks and he was, he got... <laughs> He got really upset with me. He said, "You want to be in business, and you know the Asian market's coming into town. All this, and you don't even know how to use chopsticks." Yeah. And I and I so I, I I think I failed at that point. And yeah. I came back home. I started uh, eating everything with chopsticks. I really committed to it, and I needed to learn. I needed to be uh, pro at it. And so, the next time we went to dinner, I was prepared. Um, and after that, he asked me to pitch him five business ideas, five startup ideas that I thought would work. And so I did. After the fifth one, he, he looked at me and he nodded his head. He said, hey, that might be something that, that might work, but still nothing, no job offer. And my next move was to go and track him down, sit in his parking spot, you know, until he couldn't get rid of me. And he, I, he had to give me a shot. And, um, and uh, eventually I was at the gym. I remember this moment. He called me and he asked me, hey, are you ready for a job? And I said, I was. And he asked me how much I wanted to make. And at the time, at the at the at the retail store, I was making eight fifty, and I told oh. him I told him nine nine dollars. Wow. <laughs> and he goes, "Okay, I'll I'll start you off at ten. How does that sound?" And I, and I was ecstatic. I said I was willing to do anything. I was willing to scrub toilets, yeah. just just begging for a shot. And so I did. And so I started in in social media analytics, and I uh, was analyzing the competition uh, for Realty One Group, seeing what works for them, what doesn't. After that, I started dipping my feet into many different departments, and uh, you know, it consisted of IT, some facilities, some business development, some research, and of course, marketing. And I really got a good feel of how Realty One Group uh, goes about doing things, and it's very untraditional, very different. I believe that this company is on the forefront of innovation, and I found my why, my calling, and and my passion came from there. And um, and I. I started a uh, guerrilla marketing team. Uh, I called them the gold guys. Yeah. They were a bunch of guys in gold morph suits 
and we would go around uh, to different conventions or events or you know even popular hangout spots in in the city and we would hand out merchandise and just make a scene just make a positive impact and on social media for for Realty One group and um I was part of the creative team we were doing think tanks every week um we were coming up with brilliant unconventional ways to market growth hacking all that jazz and, uh, and then eventually, I got into uh, the Realty One Group affiliate side of things in Roga, and I, I really found a, a calling for sales and and uh, building a rapport with, with franchisees. And um, and at, meanwhile, I'm still a full time realtor and buying and selling and renting homes to to my clients. So that was you. That's a perfect springboard into my next question. Uh, can you talk about, so you, you have your real estate license and you um, kind of, not, not jump back, but you moved into a different position to, you know, see what it's like from the life of a real estate agent. Is that correct? That's right. I actually have two licenses, one in California, one in Nevada. Uh-huh. And so while working in the marketing department, doing all these, uh, these uh, great things in this company, we all sort of at one, at one point sat and looked at each other and said, we are marketing to these agents so that we, they can join our, our company. However, we don't know the life of the agent. You know, we haven't experienced it firsthand. And so what I did was I took some time off. It was about nine months and I, I went into the trenches and I started doing that full time. I wasn't making any, you know, I was off payroll. I was just, just engulfed in it and I see if I could make it. I joined a team, a top producing team. They were helping me out. And I really, really got a really good feel and, and I understood the struggles of a, of a real estate agent and what they really go through. And when I did come back to the marketing department after these nine months, I had a very clear understanding, a different point of view. And, um, and I, my, my marketing tactics sort of, sort of changed, not harder, but smarter marketing. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so let's, let's get right into those tactics. Um, I want to start with, with unconventional marketing which uh, might be an unfamiliar term to a lot of our listeners. Uh, can you explain it and also give maybe a couple examples? So unconventional marketing, um, to everyone it, will, it can resonate differently, but to me it's, it's making an impact in a different way. Yeah. Um, companies that, conventional marketing is sort of radio ads, TV ads, you know, your regular print ads, newspaper, those are conventional ways of marketing yourself. However, I think uh, guerrilla marketing, ways that, that, that really make an impact on someone that stands out and, and uh, it's, it's uh, so I use this reference all the time. Greg McClure, he, he's actually a really good um, example of this. He, he's a franchisee in Realty One Group and in his office, it's a very, very unique vibe, very different than any other franchise office, but it's working for him. He has taken our doodle concept, which are which is a very poetic ode to our why. These doodles consist of Cuba's ideas and Sandra. She's she doodles them, and Cuba loved it. He blasted it throughout the company. So Greg, and Sandra is our uh, graphics lead. For those who don't know. Oh yes, yes, yeah. She's a she's a really great graphic artist um, here at our Cubate office, and so and basically he took that design and he 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 got the uh, polished concrete and he made it. Uh, the floor throughout his entire office and he also added a one cafe with a sort of retro feel he has the open concept with a very lounge feel as well and he said the the back door was underutilized he has a very red red carpet with a star on the door that says rockstar entrance and and he has a massive life-size purple cow and uh, this is this is what I'm trying to get at he basically 
he's saying if you drive down the road and you see cows every day, you know, black, white, brown, whatever they may be, mm-hmm. um, you, you really don't start, you, you start not paying attention to those anymore. However, if you did, so, if you saw a purple cow, you would stop your car, you would get out, you would take photos, you would talk about it, it would resonate with you. And he said he's the purple cow of the internet, and I, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be uh, the purple cow in the industry, and that's what I think unconventional marketing is, that 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 wild and, and um, outgoing uh, tactic that many aren't willing to do, but, but you are. Uh, you bring up a perfect point, um, outgoing and something that many aren't able to do, and I know you have done something recently with your car that is, for lack of other words, extremely outgoing. Can you explain it? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so... So basically, I had this idea of how can I take my car, which people see every day, it's, it's, it's one of the main things people see me in every day, and, and how can I brand it to myself? And you know, I, I see the magnets and I see the, the faces on, on certain realtors' cars, and I thought to myself, how do I make this, how do I make someone, make someone read my car? Like they have to read it in order to understand who I am. And so I came up with this real estate cop car idea and uh, in order to to realize that I'm not a police car, you would have to read that I'm Casper the Friendly Realtor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so that catchphrase actually stuck with me. After a few open houses, I would uh, shake everyone's hand, like my clients, and they would say, oh, Casper the Friendly Realtor? And, and, and I actually branded that, and I, I put that all over my marketing materials. And, and so I put that on the side of this car. And basically, the story with this car is I had a, an old... Grand Marquise. It was a Mercury uh, 2005, and uh, the the older gentleman that gave it to me, he he told me that the pistons were broken. It it's not running. It's stalling. It doesn't accelerate. It the the repairs will cost more than the the car is worth. So I told him, okay, just sign it to me. I'll get rid of it for you. Um, and it sat for maybe about a year, uh, and uh, I took it to the mechanic finally. And he told me it was it was under two hundred dollar repair, <laughs> and now and now, and it ran perfectly. And I was like, hey, this car kind of looks like a cop car. Uh-huh. It was white originally, and I I committed. I said, hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna make dedicate two weeks to this project. I'm going to make this real estate cop car, and um, and and I did it. I added um, a really dark tint in the back windows. I replaced all the speakers inside. I added actually a PA system so that I could. Uh, <laughs> I could yell at people walking, you know, and, uh, yeah. obviously in, not impersonating a police sure. officer at all. And um, I have a police push bar in the front, I, and I even wrapped it in a, in the doodles that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, to my own custom doodles, uh, it kind of looks like a it's like a shimmering gold Louis, Louis Vuitton from far away. It's really, <laughs> yeah, it really stick, stands out. And um, so that's that's just one of of many uh, things that I do for for unconventional marketing. And uh, I always say, this is what I live by, how I do one thing is how I do everything. Yeah. And, um, and that would, what that means to me is I, I better do everything extraordinary. And, you know, with this car, I mean, I've seen it multiple times, and this is actually something that you guys will be able to see on our blog. Um, we are going to post the uh, how the car was made and what it looks like today. Um, you've gained leads from it, haven't you? Absolutely. I um, most most of the time I get a phone call from a friend or a or a past client, maybe a family member that sees me on the road. They're like, "Hey, hey, I yeah. just saw your car, and it really stands out." And you 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 would be surprised in how many uh, past clients or how many people that are in your network that you have um, touched before 
really do drive by you, but they don't notice because your car just blends in with the crowd. And, yeah. then, and, and I like to be the purple cow, so I stand out. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's let's kind of move into um, our, our next topic, which uh, is anti-marketing. And I'm sure a lot of us have actually seen it in our everyday lives, but maybe don't know exactly what the concept is. And there have been a number of um, companies that we all know that utilize this tactic. Can you go over some of those? Absolutely, absolutely. And so this was actually a shocker to me when I when I came across anti-marketing. I, I thought, what what do you mean? Are you talking bad about your company? Yeah. But it's it's a it's it's a very very unique way on on twisting your words. So for example, Tesla, when they announced the Model Three, um, they started to they started this marketing campaign uh, about talking about how much better the Model S is than the Model 3. And they would say, okay, well, you should buy, if you're considering buying a Tesla, you should probably go with the Model S because X, Y, Z, it's faster, it's safer. It's the, and from all this marketing, um, just trying to justify the cheaper price, Tesla stock rose dramatically. And, and on the first day of pre-order, they had around 16,000 pre-orders. And um, that so that was insane. And uh, again... Another example would be like this uh, Tide Pod thing. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's it's exploded lately, and and uh, a lot of teenagers are doing the Tide Pod challenge, which I don't recommend. Don't do that. That's that's not. <laughs> this smart. is our disclaimer. Do not do eat not. a Tide Pod. Yeah. However, you know, Tide started hiring these uh, NFL stars, celebrities, to start marketing to these younger uh, folks not to eat these Tide Pods. Yes. Don't do this challenge. And and as the the internet did as the internet does. They took it and blew it up all over the place. The challenges started started happening left and right. We had over, I believe it was like 80 counts of, of poisoning from in the first uh, month. Yeah. After after that release and and but the thing is, is Tide stock rose and even though it was an anti-marketing and saying that it's it don't eat this, it's poison, it's it's toxic, you shouldn't do this. It it helped the company tremendously. Um, uh, even maybe another example would be uh, uh, Trump tweeting. You know, yeah. Twitter was going downhill, and um, and basically everybody was saying, "Oh, wow, the, the things Trump Trump puts out, he shouldn't be tweeting." You know, that's not a good way to to portray yourself. And he single handedly saved Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, another one, uh, last example I'll give you is, is Bitcoin. Um, ever there were ads that started coming out, and it was saying, "Don't invest in Bitcoin. It's this and that." However, Bitcoin went skyrocketed. Skyrocketed oh, yeah, until recently. Until recently, yeah. right? But but it, it worked. It, it everybody you know it was like this this uh, voodoo. Don't don't go there. But you know people people started doing it. So tell us how you can do this in real estate. Okay, so in real estate. What what I like to do with my clients, what everybody should do with their clients, is never show them something above their price range. First, figure out uh, uh, the first step is to get pre-approved. That's I, I always say that yeah. you need to know what you're working with because the worst thing the, the the worst thing you can do is take a client to a home that is you know hundred thousand over their price range and they absolutely love it. They fall in love with it and and that's the only image they have in their mind. They need to have that house and anything other than that will be settling. Yeah. Um. So. What you should do is start start showing them homes a little bit under their price range, so they see what they're doing. So they so they they set the bar there, and they say, okay. They start seeing themselves. They start you know um, understanding that this is this is the the type of home that they'll have. And then you show them something right at their price range, maybe a little bit over, slightly. And I'm not talking. I'm a little bit. What I mean is a couple thousand. And um, 
and then they'll fall in love with that home, that home that, and they'll feel a lot better about their purchase instead of, oh, I just settled for, for uh, something less than what I loved. Absolutely. I, I think that that's a, you know, an excellent tactic because you're almost, um, I, I don't want to say tricking the mind of your clients, but you're putting them in a, in a idea that, that the home that is within their price range is their dream home. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. It's, it's a little bit of a sarcastic twist on yeah. marketing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so let's, let's just keep rolling. Um, you know, another, marketing tactic that I know you have used in your career is the idea of SaaS marketing. Um, can you just, you know, explain it? Yeah, of course. So I, I recently started making flyers and um, short little snippets of, of videos on my social media pages. And uh, one of the guerrilla marketing tactics for the flyers was um, I would make a parking ticket uh, that said, uh, you know, from far away, it looks like an actual parking ticket. But once you actually pick it up, it said you're in violation of paying your brokerage too much money. And uh, it was just a funny, a funny twist on, yeah. on parking violations. Um, uh, other than that, I, I would make videos, short little snippets. It's, for example, um, the top 10 things to do in real estate. Number one, call me, I'll do the re other nine, you know, <laughs> I'll do the other nine. And <clears throat> And that, that really resonated with people. On my cover photo on Facebook, it says, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. to, and uh, the last one, last example I'll give you is is a couple is sitting on the couch, you know, and, and they look like they're happily married or a new couple or, or something. And and uh, this this older guy comes in, like he's, he's a little heavy on the, you know, and he starts working out and he looks like he's greasy and he's smelly and... And uh, it says, "Need a bigger place? Call me. I can help." You know, <laughs> yeah, some, something like that. It's just a little SaaS marketing. I, I know that a lot, a lot of real estate agent. I, I, I know I keep going back to this, the, the, the Trump campaign. But um, when, when Hillary and Trump were, were fighting for presidency, uh, there were a lot of real estate agents that said, you know, regardless if you're voting for Trump or Hillary, if you want to sell your house, you know, call me. Yeah. And, and even, <laughs> even Canada used that. Yeah. You know, as you know, they they start opening up their borders yep. for for people who wanted to move yep. there, and it's, these are just um, you know a little bit of a of a sassy twist on your marketing. Um, at the same time, I I would all I would also have a flyer that that uh, portrayed uh, you know if you if you buy if you sell with me and buy with me, you know I'll, I'll list your home for one percent, and then I would have dared to compare uh, comparing myself to another agent. And, uh, you know, I, uh, my little sassy twist is I can do 10 more things that that agent can because, because I'm so heavily invested on the technology side. However, you are going to pay that, that guy, you know, a couple thousand more because why? Because he's been in the industry a little bit longer than I am, you know, so. You bring up yeah. a, a perfect point. Um, so two things, you obviously are creating, um, multiple multimedia sort of videos, uh, audio, you're heavy on social media, which is what I want to bring up. But the point that I want to bring up first, and then we can kind of jump into um, social media is what you just said, the idea of being an expert, and how you can differentiate yourself from your competitors. So talk to me about exactly that, how you have forced yourself to become an expert in this industry. Okay, so being a realtor or being in the real estate industry, you it's a relationship for life with your client. It isn't just, oh, you want to buy a house? Okay, see so you never. Um, they are <laughs> going to go to you for 
each and every question they may have. I mean, they're this is the biggest investment of their lives, and you know, some, one of the biggest investments of their lives. They're they're changing locations. They're they're looking towards you for, to guide them. So Could that be their first home too. Exactly. So so that they're you know they're not making the wrong decision, and uh, they you know they're. They're going to call you. Hey, do you have any recommendations on a tailor? Do you have any re- recommendations on a dry cleaner? On a, on a this, a groceries, a restaurant, whatever it may be. You're the guy. You're the go-to guy. I always say, if I had a superpower, it'd be to have a guy for everything. And so, um, b- what I mean by that is become an expert in your field. Become an expert in in what you want to do. You know, understand your audience. Um, news outlets, for example. Uh, sometimes, as you know, you know Fox and CNN, they lean towards one side and the other side. They have different type of marketing, and, and they're not—they're not dumb. They're actually very smart because they understand their audience. That's they, right. They know what they want to hear, and they cover what what they want to hear. So, become an expert in your area. For example, if you want to be a top producer in Mission Viejo or in Orange County or in LA County, wherever it may be, um. Basically, under know everything about LA County. Yep. Um, start recommending spots. Go play in traffic. You know, if you're just an agent in passing, and uh, you're not ho- holding your business ca- business card on your person. You know, whenever you're meeting uh, new people, uh, then then you know you're going to plateau eventually. It's not that's not a, a a sustainable way to market yourself. And I always do recommend wearing your one pin mm-hmm. for Realty One. Um, because that's a very good conversation starter. A lot of people come up to me, hey, what's the one? What is that? Let me, well, let me explain it to you. Let's sit down and let me talk to you yeah. about it. Um, another, uh, another good way to market yourself is uh, when you go into a restaurant, when you actually are exploring the city and you are um, playing in traffic, like I like to say, uh, making your recommendations list. If you do see a waitress or waiter that has taken care of you exceptionally and and uh, you, you you like their service, you know, tip them graciously. You know, add a little bit more money than you normally would, but leave two business cards. They'll they'll look at that tip. They'll they'll have a a, a really good um, depiction of yourself, and they'll keep one business card and and maybe give the other one away to someone that they know that is moving or going to move or thinking about moving. So. It's uh, it sounds like it's almost like creating um, mini investments in your life on a daily basis that can hopefully one day pay off in the future. Is that correct? And that's exactly what it is. You are your own business. You're you're independently owned and operated, and you you should treat your business your and your brand is is you as well, um, and and your brand needs to be a trusted source. Yeah. Um, it, you need to be the no BS realtor. You need to I, clients need to feel like if they go to you, they will get an honest answer. I feel like everyone has that sort of sense in their body that somebody's trying to sell me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, however, if you tell them the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I know that certain laws prevent you from, from you know, talking bad about your listing, however. Sure. However, but if you're just transparent, honest, I, your clients will see that and, and uh, go to you for, uh, for advice in, on any aspect of their lives. I, I know that this is something that you and I have actually talked about before. Um, you have always said that you do not um, compare yourself to other real estate agents, right? Your biggest competitor is yourself. Is that correct? Absolutely, yeah. So when they ask me, you know, who's your who's your biggest competitor? I say, I uh, I have no idea. <laughs> you mean what do you mean you have no idea? And I say, well, well, basically, I I 
I, I don't compare myself to them. All you need to know is that um, six months ago, I'm way better. And uh, six months from now, I will be way better also. That's right. So I always use this analogy, you know, in a marathon, <clears throat> nobody cares about the guy who finishes first. Everybody cares about that guy who's struggling in the back. He has fallen a couple of times. He's bloody. He's doing, he's doing the best he can. And everyone's behind him, you know, cheering him on. Um, and, and he's he's competing against himself is what I'm trying to say. That's his biggest competitor. He does not care about the crowd. He's He just wants to finish it. He wants that sense of accomplishment. And that's how most big industries, most big companies you know, in the world, they compete against themselves. They're customer-centric. They're focusing on how do, how do I improve myself and what I do because I believe in what I do. I know it's working. I know I, I have a, a passion, and you can hear that in my voice when I, when I speak. Yep. And uh, that's that's it. That's my main competitor. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about, because unfortunately we're running out of time, but just so you guys know, Casper will be back. Uh, so we are going to hear multiple pieces of information from him. But the last thing that I want to pick his brain on is uh, how he has been able to implement all of these marketing tactics through social media. So can you kind of explain your mode of operation? Um how you know you use social media to grow your personal brand absolutely so again i'm i'm going to reiterate this it's it's know your audience um different platforms have different audiences and they want to see different things um if for for example in instagram it's a very image very video platform if you have mostly text nobody is ever going to read that you know if if you have uh, a Facebook business page and a Facebook personal page. Know that your personal page, you probably have more organic, more organically generated uh, leads, maybe referrals from your friends and family. And your business page is probably going to have uh, you know, strangers that you've never that you've never met before and clients. If you are boosting your posts, um, so uh, some of the the tactics I've used, for example, is uh, maybe own a own a hashtag and uh, come up with a creative twist to your own marketing strategies or uh -huh. your, yourself, your own brand. Create that hashtag, um, and, and when you do post uh, on Instagram, for example, and hashtag Casper the Friendly Realtor, I, I use a program called RoboLike. And what RoboLike does is it likes uh, certain hashtags that I, that I input into that engine, and every minute, it'll go in there and it'll like a photo in that has, for example, uh, searching for homes in Orange County, a new home, um, you know, real real estate, a realtor, maybe Mission Viejo, maybe Aliso Viejo, whatever it may be, and it just will constantly like these 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 posts because they're most more than likely somebody who's post hashtagging that is looking for a home, and I I may. Uh, catch their eye. They they may think, oh, Casper's a friendly realtor. Let me give him a call. Um, so an, another another system or tool I use is <clears throat> is uh, promo. That's actually the SaaS marketing um, program that I've used for for uh, Facebook. And basically, it, it they even have a Facebook uh, sort of button that will convert your photo to so that you can put it on your Facebook cover because not every uh, video is the right size. Yeah, and basically they have a plethora, like a massive, massive library of just professionally shot videos, and um, e even sometimes templates uh, that you can just change the words around or maybe add your own unique sassy twist to it. And it's funny. It's it, it's serious and it looks great. It's professional. It's super easy to use. Um, the last one I'm going to leave you with is uh, like for like. And basically what I do is when I do post that photo or that po uh, post on Facebook or 
whatever it may be, and I do put my unique hashtag, I will boost that photo. For for example, I'll add 50 likes, for example, 100 likes. And, and not obviously, I'll have my own following and I'll get my own likes. Mm-hmm. But if I just boost it really, really quickly, as soon as I post it, I will be featured on the top of that post and all the other uh, hashtags that I've I've added onto that photo. So basically, if I if I put real realtor or number one realtor and I click that hashtag and I and I've just boosted that with a couple likes, I will be featured for maybe the next couple of days as uh, one of the top posts in that category. So essentially, it's the SEO of social media. Absolutely, you should use other mar- other companies that have put a lot of marketing juices into their company. For example, uh, Yelp and um and and zillow you know when the more reviews you have when somebody's moving from out of the city or out of the out of the state they're going to be searching for the top rated realtor in your area and as every time you talk to someone every time you meet a client ask them for a review you know it's and they won't if you don't ask them i've noticed that yeah and um and some, but have you found that they will if you do ask them? Absolutely, okay. you know, and and also you can say you know one for one. They're yeah. obviously doing something, and maybe they have their own business, maybe they have their own brand, maybe they're working for a company, and and you know what they want some recognition as well. Sure. You know, even if I was working in a, the IT department at some some big corporation, and I specifically by name mentioned this person in IT helped me out this where they they would. It's gonna show up well with their boss, with their team, with their ever, and one for one. You know, it's it. It doesn't take much time. It you know, it's just, it's uh, and and it's a great way to connect with your your client. And so that's that's a that's another thing I wanted to really bring up is making the old new. Yeah. And so what a lot of realtors these days aren't doing is just the older tactics that have become new now because there are many platforms out there, um, but it may blur the lines between what's clear what I should do what I shouldn't do and here's some some great ideas that I've I've uh, tried out myself and have worked for me um the older I'm not going to say older the more seasoned people that's a, that's a much better word it's a much better word yeah. the more seasoned the, the people with uh, the bigger investments the bigger homes that um maybe are looking to upgrade you know the the 2 million plus they aren't as uh, typically aren't as tech savvy so what they do when they do buy their new device they they don't really customize it as much and so it's usually a windows computer it's usually internet explorer and the default search is bing and so if, knowing that you know if you dominate bing in your area it's much cheaper than google ads mm-hmm. and and you'll you'll be all over the place and so why why not you know go go for bing um yelp use their juices you'll be on the top there uh, their SEO is amazing, and you're just riding their own wave. Yeah. Um, you know, you can use uh, the new millennial sites, or just use programs that you love yourself. For example, Waze. You know, if you're on that GPS app, and every time you stop, if can you imagine if it said Casper the Friendly Realtor is only three miles away, you can <laughs> give him a call. Or um, Pandora ads. I I I use Pandora on the daily, and I I I know that the the ads change by geolocation wherever I go. And, uh, you know, I, 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 if I heard, Hey, Casper, the friendly realtor, give me a call if you're buying, selling or renting in, in any area I went to, of course I would give him a call. You Absolutely. Know? And so, yeah, that, these are just a, a few ideas. Also, maybe the last one, the last example I'll leave you with is, is Snapchat. Um, you know, when you're doing an open house, maybe just, uh, purchase a geo filter around sure. that, around that snap. So when, when the younger crowd does come in to your, to your open house, 
um, they they have that filter. They can take photos of anything, and and, and you know you have your little branding uh, yourself. At the same time, make the make the open houses more exciting. I mean, they're always going to go into an open house and have an agent that's sitting there. Maybe they have some waters, cookies if they're lucky. They're gonna have them sign in. It's a guy in a suit uh, with a mountain of paperwork, and he's just gonna show them the house, and he's gonna bombard them with with contact information. Make it a party. Come in to the open house barbecue or whatever. Have some music playing. Yeah. You know, just everybody, stop taking yourself so seriously. Obviously, when you're buying a home, you're, it's an emotional process. But if they know that, hey, I can be myself here. I don't have to stress. It's, uh, you know, I'm, uh, no pressure. Um, I feel like it'll it'll resonate well with your client. It, it sounds like, to, to sum all of this up, you you do your homework. You do your homework on what is current, what is trending, what's worked in the past, and what could possibly work now in the present. And uh, you've created a pretty successful career in a very short time. And we really appreciate you being on the show. Casper um, is going to be back, I'm sure, multiple times. Uh, so we would like to thank you. And uh, if you guys want to hear more Unreal episodes, please check out blog.realtyonegroup.com. Thanks for coming, Casper. Thanks, Josh. I had a great time.